Hello, welcome to Sweet Gravy Podcast. This is Carmen. And Kirk. And we're back again for another episode. Yeah, it's one more for the books. Yeah. <laughs> so, you want to start off with how the last few days been going? Yes. You started a new job. Yeah. You're super excited about it. Yeah, it's easy work. Can't complain. Um, it's nothing difficult about it. So... It's not fine dining. It's uh, fast paced though, so that's nice. What's the difference between you? Would you say your the place you work at now is more casual than fine dining? Mm-hmm. What makes fine dining fine dining? Um, I think it's a mixture between atmosphere, uh, service, and uh, menu pricing. <laughs> if you, you have a certain price on your menu. You can't be fine dining. No, that's not what I'm saying. But typically, uh, food that costs more money, fine dining is finer. Food. Yeah, obviously. Like if you sell them fillets, that's something that would be in a fine dining establishment. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not gonna put the. You need the manpower and effort and everything. You're not gonna if you got a little. If you got a little shack that don't seat people, how is that that can't be considered fine dining? Well, people ask me my opinion on things mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Typically, my go-to answer is fine, but nobody likes that. They think that fine is not good. Fine dining? That's what it's called. How come whenever I use the word fine is... Because you're not using it in the right way. No? No. But fine How di- am I supposed I think to use fine it? dining is more, um, so, more geared towards the service industry. You come in, you sitting down, you getting a, a napkin that's not a paper napkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you getting a, a glass of water and a wine glass and not a little fucking $2 cup. Like, all of that goes into it. What I'm saying is, if I go to my grandmother's house, and she makes some be- be- beautiful chicken and dumplings, and she goes, Kirk, how was it? And I say, yeah, it's fine. She's going to be like, oh no, he didn't like it. But if I go to a fine dining restaurant and say, ooh, this filet is fine, it'd be okay. Nobody says that. Nobody says what? Nobody uses the word fine that much. <laughs> <laughs> I It's my go-to, though. No, you say fine, and then you leave people wondering, is it good or bad? Right. Fine is not good or bad, so you don't know. So fine dining is not really particularly good No, it's not. Or bad? Don't, don't confuse the two. Don't put the two together. They, two, they don't have anything to do with the other. No? No. You're being extra right now. <laughs> <laughs> You don't use the word fine properly. No? No. I need you, to work on my finest? You use it to avoid answering questions. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to say, oh, it's all right. I yeah. thought that that was, you know, but people, that that, that seems, all right seems to be a step below fine. So, you know, I moved it up to fine. Well, fine dining, the definition for it is pretty much what I said. Is uh, Oh, you looked it up? Yeah, to get, give you a, an exact definition. Oh, okay. So you're not just reading between my words. But what I said pretty much is the answer. 
uh, it's, it's classified by menu style, preparation methods, and pricing. And as well as the means by which the food is served to the customer. Service. Right. Yeah. Paper plates, paper forks. Not fine dining. No? No. No. And it's the method in which food is prepared. Yeah? If everything is if everything is fried, it can't be fine dining. No way. Yeah, that's a shitty way to cook food. You can't have fine fish sticks? No. You can't it have It could be on a menu for children. You can't have fine mozzarella sticks? No. <sighs> nope. I can't have my finely dined chicken tenders? Mm-mm. With buffalo sauce? Mm-mm. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Typically, when we're walking, I like to throw you for a loop. I'll uh, turn a corner mm-hmm. and uh, try to do it very quietly. It's a technique I came up with a buddy of mine. Uh, used to call it a rum key because we were at Thunder Over in Louisville and we were, we were trying to ditch these people. And there are all these trash cans for the trash company in Louisville. It's called rum key. We're like, oh, we're pulling rum key, so at the trash can we would make a sharp turn, you know, not tell anybody. Mm-hmm. And it's a technique that I've I've grown to enjoy, and I like yeah. to pass on that experience to you. No, I hate it. You you don't like it? No. Uh, yeah, Kirk is that guy where you're walking down the street with him, and then he just crossed the street without telling you. So you walking straight, and then he just turn right and start crossing the street and then you stand there looking stupid that's what typically happens i walked you to work the other day Mm -hmm. and you 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 flipped it on me and you were the one that crossed the street before me i just crossed the street before the light turned you followed the rules and stayed there (laughs) until the light turned i gotta get to work so i don't fucking care about that light I'm getting over there. You had time to get over there, too. Instead, you stood there and waited on the light to change. But we didn't really... We had we had the time to stand there. Yeah, but... not. I mean, I was, what, 10 minutes early to work, but I still gotta come in, put my bag up, get my temperature checked. Like a fucking... an AIDS patient every morning. I gotta get my temperature checked, and then I gotta fucking... Sign in to that ridiculously complicated sign in system. It's crazy. I get why they do it though. Mm-hmm. You have to enter a code, fingerprint. Yeah, all that. Eye scan. Yeah. But I get why they. But and it's crazy for like a seafood place. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Yeah. But I I've seen people steal time on clocks before. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to. To. And cut. that technology is getting cheaper. Right. You know. But that's an easy way to um, for people not to be able to steal time. Because mm-hmm. uh, when you got the just four-digit pin you type in, it's easily say, hey, can you take my pin and sign me out three hours later when you leave? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I got you. Then you get three extra hours. And if they're not paying attention to it and clocking your hours like that, especially in a restaurant where your hours are never the same. Because one day customers might come late and you stay later. Cleanup might take longer. Deep cleaner, all that stuff is to, like all in there, so it's easy to get away with stealing time in the in the service industry. So I get it for sure. It sucks. A couple of bad apples spoils a bunch. 
So I have to be there a little bit early. I don't got time for you to be standing at the light waiting. Would you rather be a bad apple? No. No? Mm-mm. Not working in the kitchen because you get talked about. <laughs> they talk about people? If you don't do a good job, they talk about your life. You said it was like Mean Girls in there. It is. What do they talk about? They talk about you suck. And you can't keep up. You ain't bought this shit. What? Working in the kitchen ain't for everybody. And typically, you go outside to smoke a cigarette, and then if you're not doing a good job, everybody's smoking a cigarette, they talk about you. They say, damn, he fucked up. Oh my God, he was behind, he fucking up. Like, yep, they talk about your ass. So, you better just How many kitchens would you say that you've worked in? Uh, a lot. (laughs) Uh, is there a person particular like in a crew like a person like is the dishwasher more likely to get backed up is the saute person about to get backed up who who the salad people who's the one that is typically in your experience the one that can't handle themselves the most um is not one specific station out of the places that I've been, it depends on the person working the station. Um, like when I was working at Roast, they had the salad station set up to where the salad station did all the salads, and it was like six different types of salads. Mm-hmm. They also did the dessert. Like Garmage also does the dessert. They did the oysters. The Garmage? Yeah. They did the oysters. Is that they did Spanish? The, um, French, I think, right? They did the dessert, they did the oysters, they did the crudo and poke's, they did the tartars, they did the charcuterie boards, and the cheese boards. So, it if you didn't have four people on that station, they were fucked regardless. It was such a large station that you needed multiple people. So if anybody caught off, then the remaining people were going to be fucked unless you were just an all-star like I was. I run that bitch oh, by myself. Oh, you all-star, Carmen? Yeah, I run that bitch by myself, and if I need help, somebody can give me a hand. But I'm going to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've, yeah, I've had some bad experiences on all, all stations, I would say. Uh, had some rough nights. But that you have that. You go through that. That's how you get better at it. you got to have those rough nights and learn how to react in a moment. That's what it is. People don't know how to react to to fucking going down and bursting into flames. Like, people don't know how to react to that feeling when you so backed up, you got all this shit, and people are like, where's that, where's that? Like, I need that shit right now. And you're like, then you start getting panicky, and if you do that, you'll fuck yourself over. So, I think the saute station, typically in most kitchens, get hit the hardest. Um, So, it's always likely for a saute cook to suffer in the kitchen. Because they typically get the majority of the work at a fine dining restaurant. But, like I said, I never had that issue. And I've worked with great saute cooks that do a very good job, too. Um, The dishwasher always get fucked. They fucked every night. There's nothing, no way to avoid it. Mm -hmm. Like, the dishwasher is the most important job in the kitchen, but the shittiest. That's what I would say. Dealing with food all the time? Gross people's food? Mm-hmm. I don't like to watch. I don't like to wash, like, dishes of people I know. And then, like, I have to wash the dishes of people I don't know. 
Oh, it's so gross. When I worked on Catalina and I was in the dish pit, all this red cabbage was everywhere. And I was like, how many mouths does this cabbage touch? <laughs> oh, it's so gross. And then you have to clean the the wash, wash the washing machine. Mm-hmm. All the filters and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's all got all that food in there. And you're like, at least it's clean food. You tell yourself, but it's really gross. It's, it's so weird. gross. It is gross. I hate it. That's the thing. That's why, I mean, a dishwashing position is an easy position for per- a person who don't have experience or anything to... It's a good position to get in without having to be trained or anything. Mm-hmm. It's easy money. You can find a dishwashing position anywhere. You don't even have to try for it. Like They're always begging for dishwashers anywhere. It's a shitty job, and not many people do it well, and people don't want to do it. So... That's what it's just easy money, but um, I don't know. I didn't start off doing dishes, and I just kind of shaped my career in a way, which I didn't even know that I was doing it because I wasn't sure I was gonna cook until after I went to the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't know. It just kind of worked out that way for me. Where I had I had jobs where I had to prep and do some dishes, but not like. Not like at a fine dining restaurant where you get all that shit. No. Mm-hmm. Like just a little small catering company where it's only a few dishes. I've had to do that. And I don't mind doing that. But now, absolutely not. I will not be doing any dishes. No? Absolutely not. None? No. Can None? you do dishes tonight? I quit. You quit? Thanks for the opportunity. To do you got dishes? me all the way fucked up. Absolutely. I quit. Worked my ass off too hard to do some fucking dishes. Nope. You ain't got a dishwasher in here. I'm already, I'm already looking at you funny. Cause what do that mean? That mean we all gotta help out at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. No. So I'm just saying I'm not doing no dishes. <laughs> That's for a child or an old person. Old people or children washing dishes? No, yeah, or children. Like, somebody who that, that's their first job, and if they just trying to get their foot into a kitchen and they don't have any experience, you start a dishwasher. The dishwasher typically helps with prep, like peeling potatoes and cutting Brussels sprouts. And so you start learning how to use a knife, and then you eventually, once they hire a different dishwasher, they'll move you up to prep because you already kind of got a little bit of experience. And then you learn prep, you learn how to use a knife and temperatures and how to cook sauces, and and you pretty much get your foot in the door that way. So that makes sense if you're a child. And if you're an old person who just retired and wants something to do, but you should not be 30 washing dishes. No? No, you fucking up. You fucked up somewhere. Oh, man. I did. That's different. What? That was a part-time job that you was using (laughs) to make some extra money. That wasn't your livelihood. I wasn't really a dishwasher there either. No, you're... It's a small kitchen. Right. When you have a small kitchen like that, you have to participate in dishes. That's something different, though. I'm talking about working as a dishwasher That's at a fine man? dining restaurant. I don't know. You ever see the movie American Beauty? Mm-mm. It's about this guy. And he kind of, like, just quits on life. And, uh, well, he, like, takes a step back, and he starts working. He's a he's a successful businessman, mm-hmm. but he quits his job, and he starts working at a fast food place. And he's, you know, his 30s or 40s, I'd say, with the, with the daughter that he had, who was probably, well, who knows? 
Mm-hmm. But because she was in high school. My parents were in the 30s whenever I was in high school. So, could have been. But, 30s, 40s, and he goes to work at a fast food place just to, just to work some mindless work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with a guy... Uh, at Catalina, and I wasn't doing the dishes there too long before I got moved up into the salad position. And the guy that was hired, like, right behind me, he was like, ah, he didn't want to move up. He was like, I don't want to do salads when it was time for him to come up. He's like, I don't want to do salads. I just, I just want to sling dish here. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do because he wanted that mindless work. But then he realized that he could touch fresh food rather than, you know, used up food. <laughs> well, I mean, rather than doing the a salad bar was mindless work too. Yeah, it was. The only but thing- it was easier. Right. Right. And, you know, less, if you're doing dishes, you didn't have to interfere with, you didn't have to talk to the kids at all. Yeah. That was weird. It, I have a problem with children. I don't think that they should be able to talk. And then, if you're doing the dishes the whole fucking day, you can keep that shit down so at the end of the night, you ain't hardly got shit to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you can work that shit to where it's not as bad for you. Yeah. Dishes get out of hand. Because well, when I was working there, everything was a team. Um, as opposed to when you were working there. Yeah. And you'd just leave after you were done with your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all left at the same time. That's how well, it. that's typically how <laughs> that's typically how places work, but it's it's a different situation when you have me start at twelve o'clock, and I'm working the whole night, and the dishwasher starts at four. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying later to help your motherfucking ass. You ain't come in early and help me. Mm-hmm. It's already not set up for a team environment when you sure. when you split the times up like that. If we coming in at the same time and you got dishes at the end of the night, yes, I will help you put up dishes and help you out. I don't mind that. But if you came in, because typically the dishwashers come in later, you come in four hours after me and don't help me with none of my shit, then you want me to help you? No, I'm not helping you. Nope. I was at I was at work yesterday. It's Saturday, and uh, my boss man he sends me a text, and it says, "Hey Kirk, can you water the plants tonight?" And I was like, "Sure." Damn, how many plants in that building? Oh, not many. Just some uh, entry. Just some plants on the entryway, but. He had this this moment, this oh shit moment, where like he's like, oh I don't know the last time that the plants were plants were watered, and he took his time on Saturday to send me a text. Like it just popped in his head, and he was like, oh no, tell mm-hmm. Kirk to water the plants. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, gotta water those plants before they die because then if they die, then they look gross, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever have any moments like that? Uh, Some oh shit moments. Yeah. Yeah, I have those moments a lot. Like what? I'm trying to think of one. I have so many. Not one specific. I had one I told you about the other day where uh, I left I left the nectarine in the trash can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, there's going to be flies out there. The fruit flies are going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it was right after I hopped in my Uber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't waste this $15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's been happening a lot with the whole mask situation. Oh, yeah. You leave the house and then you're like, damn, I don't, you don't have, have mask your mask on. on. Yeah. Now you got to go all the way back home or try to go to the store and buy a single one to go to the store. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. That's, so, yeah. That's a... Uh... Soon, that won't be a problem. We'll just, uh, it'll be in your muscle memory. And then they'll say, hey, no more masks. And you'll be like, uh, how, how long before everybody quits wearing the masks? Do you know that Latrice is buying boxes of 50 every time? Every time she goes to the store? Yeah, she spent like $30 on boxes of 50. Yeah, I almost got some at Walgreens when I was down there. Yeah, and bit. I was like, we've been, what we've been buying, six bucks for four. Mm-hmm. They've been lasting us. They don't. Yeah. They're not that big of a deal. And then we got those cloth ones. That you washed that one for me. Yeah, because it stank. Good. Carmen spilled some water in her backpack. And uh, well, the water and got it all got my, moldy. Well, the it, no, the water spilled on my papers. So the papers were wet inside of my bag, mm-hmm. and then the mask was in there with the paper, wet papers. Yeah, and as. As I'm walking her to work, oh, same story. As I'm walking you to work, <laughs> I was I had that oh shit moment. I was like, oh man, I don't have a mask. But we're already halfway there. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go all the way home. She pulls out this mask. I've never smelled anything so rotten before in my life. Because this car is like paper. When you wet paper and you let it sit in the bag, it's, it smells like rotted paper. Ugh. Yeah, but you could have put the mask on for five minutes. No, I couldn't do it. Oh my God, Kirk's so fucking bougie. He was like, I can't put this on. I can't put it on. It's going to make my beard stink. It's going to make my beard moldy and I'm going to have to smell it for a month. No, go home and wash your goddamn face. (laughs) It's not that hard. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. The whole mask thing is frustrating. Yeah. I'm ready for it to be over. Well, I think... uh, going to be a while. Every state, except for maybe like five, have some sort of uh, mask requirement at this point. Yeah, and that's the exact reason why I said you should just go on your vacation. Because mm. this shit's going to be like this for a while. You yeah. might as well just take it. Yeah. Might as well, I mean, you just got to adapt to how things are right now. It's going to be things that's open. Maybe not as much, obviously. But it's going to be things that's open. Sure. So, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, come into the restaurant with your mask on, and then don't take it off until you sit down at your seat. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we just prevented the spread because we made them keep it on. We made you wear it. till you got to your seat, yeah. which is right there. Which is right there. Get the And if you leave the table, put it back on. <laughs> if you... <laughs> yeah. How is that? Like, I don't feel like that is the... I get that you guys are trying to cut down on shit, but I just... Yeah. I'm trying to get to some sort of normalcy... Um, when it's not really there, it's like, I don't really have any intention to go out to eat for a while until I can get to normal. I'll do the delivery and takeout and all that. I can deal with that, but I don't want the experience of sitting there, you know? And getting your food served on paper plates. Paper plates, yeah. Yeah. Because they were doing that, um, I don't know if, I think Petite Jacqueline was doing that. So you wait all this time for this food. You Cold gotta, food. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about it burning the, the fucking paper plates because uh-huh. the shit be cold anyway. Right. But you wait all this time for this food 
that's not that good. And to come on a paper plate, it's like, damn, man, them fucking, that paper plate shit is just knocking them down notch after notch after notch. Like, they should already be cold. And it take forever. Why it take 45 minutes for what did we order three then? pieces of shrimp? We ordered, you ordered shrimp? We ordered shrimp cocktail uh-huh. as the appetizer. Right. It took like 40 minutes. 40 minutes for the shrimp cocktail. How sway? Cold? What? How? How sway? Yeah. What is a sway? The interview I showed you this morning with Kanye. Oh, yeah. How sway? He said how sway. <laughs> See, I knew, a, I knew a dude. His name was Ho Sway. It's not Ho Sway. His name was Ho Sway. Oh, well, that's weird. But you said how sway. Mm-hmm. Isn't that strange? No. <laughs> okay. Isn't that that strange? No. You gotta realize I'm Spanish. You're Spanish? Oh, Carmen. Carmen Marie. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm down with the Spanish-speaking people. Mm-hmm. The guy at work said, oh, I thought you were Spanish. I'm like, you saw me, huh? Uh-huh. You didn't think I was Spanish when you... People still ask me, like, are you Spanish? Are you Spanish? You know, are you from, look? like, <laughs> deep, deep... <laughs> South of... South America? South of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, South of Detroit. Yeah, that's funny, but just because of the name. And I was like, so I checked it out, and Carmen comes from Spain. Carmen Marie comes from Spain. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so it is. It does belong to them. But what you want me to do? Nothing. My dad want me to get a job. He, he said he wanted to get you a job. Yeah. yeah. So Carmen Marie was pretty. Yeah, that's a good name. It's better than Shaquanda. <sighs> Lasquisha? Lasquisha. Your name Lasquisha, as soon before you walk in the door, they know you black, and they already talking about your ass. You're like, oh, we just hired a Lasquisha, and you know people in the back are like, like chuckling and shit. Well, before you came to the island, yeah, you we, guys see, we, are, in the, see this, we already knew you were black. This is a good conversation because this has happened to me multiple times. Be like going to resorts and shit. You go somewhere. And people already are investigating you before you get there, so you already walk Just in. name who this is. Who this is, and then they start checking you out. Uh-huh. That's crazy. And we narrowed it down to I've two options. I've been investigated multiple times. We, the first there time. are two options. One one was a, a picture of a, a scantily clad woman with pink hair, just in a brawn panties. We're like, oh, is it this one? And then there's another one, this girl with a picture of just her forehead, and the camera she used wasn't very good, so she had two ears on the same side of her face. <laughs> That's out. a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred talked to me on the phone, so I'm pretty sure he knew I wasn't the white girl with pink hair. No, she wasn't white. She was black also. The black girl with pink hair. He yeah. knew. He kind of could narrow it down easily from this... <laughs> The selection. Oh, you think so? Oh, absolutely. I don't know. They were both from Detroit. And then I got there, and you guys were like, you knew I was coming anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody knew you were going to be there. No, I'm saying you guys knew who I was before I got there. You kind of already knew what to expect. No. You said you found me on Facebook. Yeah, those were our options. We're like, is it going to be this one or that one? Yeah. But yeah, you we didn't you, know which. You said you kind of knew it was going to be me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, due to the art school in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, see? When I was in the when I went to the Coast Guard and I got there, they were like, Oh, we knew you were black already because your last name's Johnson and we have another Johnson here and she's black. Oh. So you ain't fooling us. We already knew about your motherfucking ass. And then I got there. They yeah, they investigated me before I got there. Mm-hmm. And they used to do that. It's so rude. Like you already, if you got people there who judgmental, you already got those little judgment things like yeah. against you before you get there. Like this girl, I, I was in the military with. Her name was Rose Quattlebaum. Mm. So they fantastic. They fucking talked about her so bad, and she wasn't even there yet. And it was like Quattlebaum. Like they was already going in. They had all these jokes and shit. And I'm like, damn, she ain't even here yet. And y'all already like mm-hmm. laughing at her. Right. And she's the butt of a joke already, and she's right. not even here just because of her last name. They're like, what up, Quattlebaum? It was like, yeah, Quattlebaum, Quattlebaum coming. They just making fun of her. And I'm like, these bunch of grown ass fucking men, and they like making fun of this young girl because her last name Quattlebaum. Uh huh. At least her first name was Rose. That kind of evens out Quattlebaum, I think. Right. The perfect name. Rose Quattlebaum? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. She's got a name like like I do. Like, if I were to Google my name, mm-hmm. pretty much the only stuff that shows up is actually like me. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I imagine Rose Quattlebaum. It's not like there's a no, surplus. It's a, couple, of- it's a couple Quattlebaums out there. How many Rose Quattle Bombs, though? I don't know. That's a rare name to begin with. Yeah, Rose Quattle Bomb? Yeah. Let's see if I can look it up. Let's find another Rose Quattle Bomb. I don't even know how to spell Quattle Bomb. That shit. That's a. Just like it sounds. It's an ugly name. Q U Del Bomb. No, I don't think she spelled it like that. It's like. That's fucked up. What? It's Quattle Bomb. Q U A T T L E Bomb. <laughs> B A U M. Damn, that's crazy. Like, your mom played you out. Why would she name you that? Let's see. Yeah, let me see if I can find one. I can't really find no more Rhodes Quattle Bombs. Yeah. I didn't like that girl, though. <laughs> okay. That That's a shame. Yeah, she was just like... Oh, yeah, now nah, this bitch want to go by Rose Robson. Bitch, your last name, Quattle Bomb. I don't care if you got married or not. Little stuck-up bitch. Mm. Yeah, that's her. She was my roommate, and she totaled me for drinking. Oh, no. Yeah, she got me in trouble. Fucking snitch. What did you have to do? Did they ground you? I got grounded for 14. No dessert? I got ground. I cooked, so I eat all the damn dessert. Oh, okay. I fucking put some water in y'all shit. Get watery cheesecake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she, um, what I have to do? 14 days of probation. Then I snuck out the whole time I was on probation. Mm-hmm. Sneaking in the back of people's trunks and shit. Right in between them checking my door for watching, standing. Like, I was still... I was a young kid and I was just getting in trouble and doing shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's her. That's definitely her. Apparently she married all that shit now. 
So she's going by Robeson, but her last name was Quattlebaum. Robeson is better, right? Sure. Rose Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> Rose Robeson? <laughs> you think it could be worse? Rose Quattlebaum, Rose Robeson. Uh-huh. That's horrible. So how do you think you've grown up since then? How's your... Huh? How, do you think you've matured? Absolutely. Um, I think that... I don't know. I think that the way it went for me was, was different. Being younger, my parents sheltered me a lot. I just was in like sports and activities and I didn't really... I wasn't able to get in these streets. And see different things. Like, I didn't know nothing. And then when I turned 14, I was in high school. And that was the first time that... That was the first time that I knew what gay was. I didn't know what it was. Because my parents didn't talk about it. They never brought it up. It doesn't come up in just conversation. Like, my dad barely talked to us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If he's taking us on vacation. But he's not having those conversations with us. You know what I mean? So, it was never something that... Like, white, black, like, those things never came up. Like, Chinese and, like, like we knew people looked different. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. Like, we didn't know. Latrice like skin. I thought that she was white. We don't fucking know. Nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. They don't teach you that in elementary school, in middle school. Right. You learn a little bit, but not really, especially not in the hood. Mm-hmm. And then high school, I learned what gay was for the first time, and I was like, my parents never told me what it was, so then it was just, like, mind blown. Like, what the fuck is going on? It's like a whole new world. And I think working at a young age and working with older people exposed me to things at a younger age. And I had a smart-ass mouth, too. So I was already, like, getting, I guess you growing into yourself and you learning and you're finding your own personality and all that shit. Then I joined the military and I was young, but I was around a lot of older people. So they, I matured a lot during that time. Just because you were with old people? Older people, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm being a kid and they looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Right. I didn't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, I think it's crazy now. What I was telling you is that I'm 30 years old now and... When I work with younger kids, it's like, oh my fucking God, these kids are so young and dumb. But I remember I used to be like that. And mm-hmm. I used to do dumb fucking shit and like not have like, I don't know, what do you think it is? Is it responsibility that changes? I'm certainly more responsible. Uh, but I mean, when you were younger, you didn't have bills, so you can be reckless. Versus when you get older and you have to provide a roof. Over your own head. You have to be a little more You mean when I was a teenager? Yeah, from teenager to like, from like that 16, 17 year old kid to now you at 30 and you looking at 16, 17 year olds. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. At that age, you can be reckless and crazy and like. Well, and you don't really realize how much time you have. Right. You know, it's like, you look at, I look at my day to day today and. You have to do so much stuff all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. There's only something to do. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it's like I felt like I had, like, all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you, you don't have anything important right. to actually do. 
yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to school, I go to practice after school, I can still video game, you know, once I get home, you got your homework, you know, you can go see a soccer game with some people, like, you've got all this time to do stuff, mm-hmm. but where'd that time go? Now there's no time for that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I was at school all day. We but, were. I don't know. And I would go to the gym before I'd go to school, go to practice after school, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, but now I don't have that time anymore. I mean, that time is filled in with work, though. Yeah. You're working all the time. So that's where your time is going. Yeah. Majority. And it's not even the fact that it's. If you add up the amount of hours you work compared to the amount of hours in a week, it doesn't compare. Right. But it's the fact that. You work the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So you wake up in the morning, do a few things, and then the whole middle of your day is done. And then when you come home, you eat dinner, take a shower, you go your ass to bed, mm-hmm. and then do it all over again. So right. the day is passing by just in a different way, I guess. Right. Yeah, but that's weird. It's crazy, though. I, I just, uh, I see younger kids now, and I'm like, damn, man, fuck, I feel so fucking old. Mm-hmm. I'm working with this kid that's 17 years old, and he's like, the shit he talk about him is like, when I was 17, I wasn't that damn dumb, though. Right. I feel like boys do mature slower than girls when it comes to going from, like, this 17-year-old, or 16 to, like, 21. I think that's a big space Mm -hmm. where girls kind of mature faster than boys. Mm Mm-hmm. Because all guys I know around that age are just fucking stupid. I only know a couple mature guys that are, like, responsible that's in that age group. Right. So. You remember when we were talking to uh, a girl you used to work with, and and we were like, yeah, you know, we're not sure how long we're going to be in Maine. Going to go out and probably figure something else out to do. And she was like, oh, yeah, you should, certainly can. You can... You know, you can go anywhere. And we both kind of like looked at her and we're like, yeah, that's what we've we've done. That's how we ended up here here in the first place. That's how we both ended up in California. Like, yeah, we know that. I was like, yeah, we've already done that. And, you know, this is a person that had been born and raised in Maine. Yeah, and she was only like. 22? Right, yeah, you don't realize, when you're that young, you don't realize the experiences that other people have, you know? I, when I was in L.A., I was hanging well, out. Well, I think that she also thought we were younger than what we were. Yeah, that's true, too. I'm like, girl, we 30, we've already mm-hmm. done that. She's like, oh, yeah, like, she didn't even, like, connect that we're older than, than right. and I think part of that's because she fucking tall. Yeah. Tall people don't realize that shorter people are older than them. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they can't be my age. They can't they're be so, my age. So they're short. too little. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but I think that the connection didn't, like, right. connect with her. So, it's just funny. <laughs> you think that's funny? Yeah. <laughs> when I was, when I first went out to Los Angeles, I was hanging outside of hostels and stuff. And there was a guy there. Uh was working with uh, selling incense on Venice Beach. It was called Dream Angel from Tori. Oh no, sorry. Oh, I messed it up. What was it called? I don't know. Uh, breeze. Caribbean breeze. 
It's got mango, coconut, strawberry, and dream angel from Victoria's Secret. I can sell you a bag for $2. I can sell you three bags for five. Have you seen our burning boxes yet? <laughs> well, this guy, that's what he did. He sold incense on the beach. We'd make it right there. We'd pay some beach kids to... Well, you'd take the blank sticks of incense, put all the fragrances in a trash bag, and let it bake in the sun for a day. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, we'd have some beach kids come over and give them some latex gloves and count out 15 sticks, put it in a package. And we got product to sell. Mm -hmm. All right there, made right on the beach. Well, this guy, he'd do it in Los Angeles... And then he'd do it for a year, and then he'd be like, man, I need to get out of L.A. for the summer. And then he'd go to New York and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. Just traveling place, selling your incense? Oh, man. Yeah, it just depends on the type of person you are. I think a lot of people don't travel because they're scared to leave comfort. People don't like to go somewhere where it's uncomfortable. Because whenever you move to another state, it's challenging. Right. You don't know where anything is. You don't know any people. You don't know the little connects and where to go to get this and that. And so it is difficult to go to a new place and start over. But for me, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I'm just going to go, whatever. I think we're, all right. I think we're a different type of person. Because we came here, never been here before, mm -mm. you know, and we were like, oh, we're just going to stay at this motel mm -hmm. until we get everything figured out. And we tried, I tried every day. We tried every day to find places. We're yeah. looking up stuff and it took two months, but I don't think that's that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? We fucking bust our ass when we got a place and three years later and we're doing just fine. Still kicking. Yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, now we know where everything is. Right. We know people here. Kirk recently got invited to a party. Oh, no. Yeah. But he had to work. So. <laughs> I felt so bad. Uh, you know, I'm not very good with texting. Yeah. Like, I text too much. Mm -hmm. And this guy was like, oh, hey, uh, there's going to be a, a fire going on at this, this place. And I was like, oh, that sounds great. But I'm working tonight. This is all in text. But I'm working tonight. Thanks for the notice. Really appreciate it, man. <laughs> like, why did I make that text so long? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I was like, I, I, I feel like an asshole by saying no, but I was working. And and I want him to know that, you know, I, I, I like that I did get the invitation. But I just can't make it. But... I'm like, how do I convey that in a way? But it's I, I used to do that with my old boss no, all the time. You just, it's just knowing your audience. <laughs> you're talking to a guy who you ain't got to be that uptight with. Right. You can just say whatever. Be like, oh, thanks, dude. Appreciate that. But I got to work tonight. Definitely hit me up for the next one, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't put that in there. I could have made the message longer. I didn't say hit me up the next time. No, see, that's shorter than what you put. You didn't uh -huh. even get all the information. <laughs> yeah. Because you overthink things. Yeah. Because you want to do things perfect. I think about sometimes, it all the time. Sometimes you just got to go with like the a, flow. I text like a woman. Mm-hmm. You see those bubbles, and they go... Do -do 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 and they're like, what's he thinking? And I think about the text. I'll write a text sometimes... 11 
11 times I'll type a text and I'll delete it all and then I'll retype it and then I'll type the same way but have sentences in a different sequence. Oh man, I'm just horrible. I'm thinking too it's, much. It's the personal key. Yeah, I think about things too much. Yeah, you gotta just chill the fuck out. I can't. It's just, it bothers me. I know. You're crazy. <laughs> You make your life so much difficult. I know. You overthink things. Yeah, Sometimes, overthink like, it. You get anxious. Yeah, just just know your audience. Like, you don't... Some people, you ain't got to do all that, too. If you texting me, you don't got to worry about the shit being spelled correctly. Oh, I got to... I, I don't care. Oh, yeah. If you, like, slip and put something or... Whatever. I like how when you first started texting me and you, you would use uh, IDK, but you didn't... You weren't saying, I don't know, you're typing, I don't care, mm-hmm. but you're putting out the the abbreviation for, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm bad at And I was too. like, I was like, what is she saying? <laughs> you don't know? And you're like, I don't care. And I was like, that's not how it works. <laughs> that was me just making a mistake and probably pressing yeah, something on spell check. Yeah, about checks. 30 times in a row. I know. Because I'm not good at text messaging. Uh-huh. So I just like to... It take me forever to text. So I be using a little automated stuff all the time. Right. Sometimes I just press one of those buttons. And <laughs> just put the whole message together that way. Yeah, no. So. I get a test, text. First text from Carmen in the day. And it says, I love you too. It's <laughs> like, what's the two doing there for? <laughs> I didn't text you anything. Because it's habit. You always text me because I've been off of work. Uh So you leave for work and you text me first typically because you're the one going to work. Uh And you say, I love you. And then I text back, I love you too. Uh So it's just a habit. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just the first... first, No, that, thing that pops up. No, on your I phone. actually you type, just click it. I just actually typed that. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, I typed "I love you too." Yeah, I was like walking, looking for seagulls. Seagulls were flying around and making a lot of fucking noise, like screeching extremely loud. And I was trying to text you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're scared it. of those birds. Yeah, I'm scared of those birds. Yeah, that's a shame. Especially working on the water. Oh my fucking god! It's like man. Just working on the water shit. That's the only fucking problem is the birds want to be just hanging out. They shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like people are eating their food and the birds shit right on the little thing that their little like canopy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know they can hear like splat, like right on their water while they're eating. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's so gross. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. What you going to do about the birds? That's why they put those spikes up. Mm-hmm. Again with the spikes. You have to, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if they had something around that area, it's kind of inhumane because that's kind of where the birds go. To right. The water. You know what I mean? So, you're kind of in their space mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, I don't know. Just watching it, and I'm just like, they're shitting right on the thing while they're eating. I know they can hear it. It's loud. <laughs> it's like splat. I'm like, I couldn't sit here and eat like that. Mm-hmm. I'll just go inside, but a lot of people don't want to go inside now. They're requesting to be sat outside mm-hmm. instead of inside. Well, and we also live in Maine, and we get about two months of nice weather to actually yeah, be to outside. Enjoy. But Yeah, that's true. 
And it sucks because this year is going to be super weird for a lot of people. A lot of things you're not able to do. Yeah, I know. You're not able to freely do the things you used to do. <laughs> like, we and missed you, it this we, year. Yeah, you got to... We missed summer this year. We yeah. missed summer this year after we just had fucking six months of winter. Yeah, and it was a cold. cold. A it cold, was cold fucking this weather. And yeah. then the summer months and everything closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Not going to be able to go to the snug all summer. I know. <sighs> That's why we had to get an air conditioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, we gotta get out of. We sometimes we would just leave leave the house just to get some air conditioning. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's too hot in here. I'm like, we gotta go to the snug. Let's we go gotta some, get out of here. Yeah, let's go somewhere to cool down a little bit outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this was a good investment, I think, in this air conditioner, uh-huh. for sure. It yeah. makes ah so much difference. I feel like such a grown up this summer. Yeah. We got a we got a couch with a chase lounger. <laughs> We've got an air conditioner now. I don't know what comes next. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice for sure. Yeah. Um, we should have been got it, but we got it now. So yeah. All right. I think that's it for today. That's all for today. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, tell them to email. Uh, sweet. If you want to send us a, a question or just say anything, send us an email at sweetgravypod at gmail.com. And uh, we'll appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.